0: Blessed the man that endures temptation, for when he has been proved, he shall receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Dear faithful, it is an infallible truth that we all meet temptation. No one is exempt. Those who set out on the path to true conversion and holiness would be fooling themselves in thinking that by simply turning to the Lord for the first time by coming back to the faith, they would no longer be forced to endure the humiliation of being led into temptation. No, holiness does not consist in being exempt from temptation, but in triumphing over it. In today's Gospel, our Savior is led into the desert, and there He, innocence and holiness itself, submits to temptation. For we have not a high priest who cannot have compassion on our infirmities, but one tempted in all things like us, just as we, yet without sin. Our Lord was not content with simply assuming our flesh at the Incarnation by obediently submitting to the will of the Eternal Father to suffer the punishment due for our sins. He willed also to experience the humiliation of being tempted to sin. Our Lord submitted to these temptations in the wilderness in order to leave us an example as to how we ought to act in our hour of trial. Observe how it is how our divine model, our Redeemer, overcomes the tempter. Does he hearken to his words? Does he allow the temptation time and give it strength by delay? We did so when we were tempted, and we felt. But our Lord immediately meets each temptation with calm and patience and with the shield of God's word. He says, It is written, Not on bread alone doth man live. It is written, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. It is written, The Lord thy God shalt thou adore, and him alone shalt thou serve. This, then, must be our practice for the time to come. Eve brought... Perdition on herself and the whole human race because she listened to the serpent. He that dallies with temptation is sure to fall. Wisdom says, Can we walk upon hot coals? Can he walk upon hot coals and his feet not be burnt? The Council of Trent solemnly teaches that after baptism there rests in our souls the consequences of original sin among them concupiscence, or the inclination to satisfy our senses against the dictates of right reason. This concupiscence is left to be wrestled with, the Council says. It cannot harm those who do not consent, but manfully resist by the grace of Jesus Christ. Indeed, he who shall have striven lawfully shall be crowned. The devil makes use of this innate inclination to sin, that we all have in order to draw us away from our divine master. St. Francis de Sales, in the introduction to the devout life, teaches us that when Satan, the world, and the flesh look upon a soul espoused to the Son of God, they set temptations and suggestions before that soul, whereby, first, sin is proposed, second, that proposal is either pleasing or displeasing to the soul. And third, the soul either consents or rejects. In other words, the three downward steps of temptation, delectation, and consent. And although the three steps might not always be so clearly defined, they are to be plainly traced in all great and serious sins. If we should undergo the temptation to every sin whatsoever during our whole life, that would not damage us in the sight of God's majesty, provided we took no pleasure in it and did not consent to it. And that because in temptation we do not act, we only suffer, and inasmuch as we take no delight in it, we can be liable to no blame. St. Paul bore for his entire life temptations of the flesh. But far from displeasing God thereby, He was glorified in them. Be then very courageous amid temptation and never imagine yourself conquered so long as it is displeasing to you, ever bearing in mind the difference between experiencing and consenting to temptation, that difference being that whereas they may be experienced while most displeasing to us, we can never consent to them without taking pleasure in them. Inasmuch as pleasure felt in a temptation is usually the first steps towards our consent to the sin itself. St. Paul assures the Corinthians, God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able to bear, but will make also with temptation issue that you may be able to bear it. When St. Paul besought the Lord to free him from the temptations which assailed him, he received the revelation from God, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Thus it is a very necessary practice to prepare our soul for temptation. That is, wherever we may be, and however perfect we may be, we must rest assured that temptation will eventually attack us. Hence we ought to be so disposed and should provide ourselves with the weapons needed to fight valiantly in order to carry off the victory since the crown is only for the combatants and the conquerors. We ought never to trust in our own strength or in our courage and go out and seek temptation thinking to confound it for he who loves temptation will perish. But if in that place where the Spirit of God has led us, we encounter it, we must remain firm in the confidence which we ought to have that he will strengthen us against the attacks of our enemy, however furious they might be. Let us go, therefore, with confidence to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace in seasonable aid. God himself assures us of his continual assistance in the moments of trial in mystical language of Psalm 90, which is cited by the devil in today's gospel, but for which sacrilege Holy Church makes reparation by using this psalm for today's tract and the verses thereof for the rest of the propers of today's Mass. He will overshadow thee with his shoulders, and under his wings thou shalt find refuge. His truth shall compass thee like a shield. Thou shalt not fear the terror of the night, for he has given his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all of thy ways. May we, in the moments of temptation and trial, not lose confidence, but seek refuge in our Blessed Mother. Led by our good angels, may we find protection in the folds of her mantle, so that the promise of our Lord may be fulfilled. He shall cry to me, and I will hear him. I am with him in tribulation, I will deliver him, I will glorify him, I will fill him with length of days, and I will show him my salvation. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.